I got it. Holly Simon, oh, the pain. I haven't got time for the pain. Before we get to uh, Joe Beningo, don't forget, coming up, 9.30, Curtis Sleeve. Well, Curtis usually joins me at 7 a.m. every weekday morning, but because we had Rachel Goldberg on live from Israel today, talking about her son, Hirsch, who was taken hostage, his arm blown off at the Nova Music Festival back on October the 7th, and she's really been the face of this hostage crisis. She was on um, at 7 o'clock this morning, and it was gut-wrenching. Uh, by the way, Hamas has said this morning there'll be no more hostages released, none until all of the Palestinian hostages are released. Good luck with that. So Curtis has stories about my dear friend who died last night, former Chief of Police Joe Esposito. That one hurt. That one hurt a lot. And Moody will talk about him, too, I'm sure. So Curtis at 9.30, Kaz Daughtry, who is the assistant commissioner to the chief of the department, will join us at 9.15. They finally made a ton of arrests yesterday, these pro-Palestinian animals who are supporting murderers and rapists and baby killers. Congratulations, these assholes. They blocked everybody. Yesterday they blocked the, the, the Holland Tunnel, the Williamsburg Bridge, the Manhattan Bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge. Thank God the NYPD made over 330 arrests. We'll talk to Cash Daughtry coming up at 915. And, of course, the greatest mayor ever, Rudy Giuliani, coming up at 845. The worst mayor ever, Bill de Blasio, is going to be in this building today. He's going to do that uh, Suzanne Miller podcast, which I did on Monday. Good luck with that, Susie, baby. Uh, my next guest <laughs> is a legend. Just wrapped up another football season at WFAN, where he made weekly appearances with Evan Roberts and Tiki Barber, does a Saturday show as well. But now I got him straight through the Super Bowl. The man, the great Joe Beningo. Joseph, good morning, buddy. How are you? Sydney Arthur. Happy New Year, bro. How you doing? What's going on, man? I'm doing great. Happy New Year. Got the... Time for the pain. No yeah. pain. Yeah. Well, I want freaking pain. I, I do know? want to play this for you, talking about the pain. Before we get to the NFL playoffs and all the drama that may have. I had Joe Theismann on the show yesterday. Joe and I have been very, very close friends for many years. And we talked about Rivera getting fired and what's going to happen with blah, blah, blah. blah. And um, he brought up quarterback play in the NFL. I want to play this for you and uh, get your thoughts on what he had to say, because he talked about the Jets. This is uh, two-time Super Bowl former Washington Redskins quarterback Joe Theismann from this show yesterday, Lewis, cut number 17. The question is, is who plays quarterback, Hmm. you know, with the Jets? I know, you know, Woody Johnson has said everybody's coming back. Well, you know, how long will Aaron go? You're going to go, you're going to go looking again. You know, uh, will Zach Wilson all of a sudden, you know, and maybe sits a year and and something happens. But again, that cycle continues. We don't have enough quarterbacks. There aren't enough. There's 32 teams. And I think, I think the number is somewhere in the sixties of quarterbacks that have started this year. He's right about that, but regardless of the of the rest of the quarterback statement, he started with Aaron Rodgers. Now, right now, Rodgers 
is involved in this complete silliness with Jimmy Kimmel, which nobody outside of, like, Pat McAfee cares about. I mean, it's it's childish, it's sophomoric, it's stupid. Uh, we want Rodgers to come here and win football games. So what are your thoughts about the future of the quarterback position with the Jets? Well, I'll tell you one thing. I mean, to me, uh, the most important signing that they're going to make in the offseason is the veteran backup quarterback. And the biggest mistake Joe Douglas made last year, and I put it on him, was not signing one immediately after Rodgers went down four plays into the I, I agree with you, but do you think it's fair? Because you know how this uh, this game right. works. Joe, these, these people all of a sudden become geniuses the day after. I didn't see anything, in all fairness, I didn't see anything from Joe Flacco with the Jets last year that would have led me to believe that he would be this good at 100 years old this year with the Cleveland Browns. Is it fair to pound Seller and the Jets on not re-signing Joe Flacco? Well, I mean, look, I, look, Flacco's on a much better team, and I think the Browns are legitimate, have a legitimate shot to get to the Super Bowl. I know they're going to have really? to do it all on the road, but I think they got, they got a big-time defense. Uh, you know, I mean, it hurts them that they don't have Nick Chubb. But, you know, they got some big, you know, Njoku, Amari Cooper. They're a dangerous team, the Browns. There's no doubt about it. With that said, they're just better. I mean, the Jets were not a good team. But it, was, it, it, it could have been anybody, Sid. Joe Flacco, Tyrod Taylor, Jacoby Brissett, Gardner Minshew, uh, Carson Wentz. They could have signed one of these guys. And, you know, I, 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 I venture to say if they would have had one of these guys as the backup quarterback, they probably would have won a couple more games. Who knows? Maybe at least they would have been playing meaningful football down a stretch of the season, you know? No, that's fair. But, you know, again, you're also the same guy that told me after that week one win over Buffalo that because they can run the ball, which they can, Brees Hall's great. He's not good. He's great. And the defense is pretty good. That they can win with Zach Wilson. Now, of course, now you know, of course, that was a silly statement. Right. Zach can't play in this league. Well, I mean, you know, look, I think at that point, I mean, I was just so jacked up after (laughs) I won that game against Buffalo. (laughs) You know, I I, I think I was in delirium. I was in one of those delirious moments that I occasionally get to. You know what I mean? (laughs) So your your big thing is the Jets, and you're right about this, 100%. Got to get a veteran backup behind Aaron Rodgers because we saw him get hurt four plays into last season. Do you feel like... Though the rest of this team, we just talked about Priest Hall on the defense. The rest of this team is good enough with good quarterback play to next year make the threat we thought they would make last August. Well, they got to fix the offensive line. I mean, there's no question. I mean, to me, that's the number one priority. The offensive line was a disaster. You know, they got Vera Tucker, but he gets hurt every year. The center McGovern got hurt. No doubt, they got to do something. To me, their first round draft choice is probably got to be an offensive lineman. They picked tenth in the draft. Probably got to be an offensive lineman. They need another wide receiver opposite Garrett Wilson. I don't think there's any question about it. I think the defense is solid. I think you can win with the defense. I don't think there's any doubt about it. But they got to fix the offensive line. They got to get another wide receiver. And, you know, obviously the backup quarterback to me is a big deal. You just mentioned uh, the great legend uh, Joe Beningo here. The Jets have the number 10 pick in the draft. And he's right. The Giants have the number 6 pick. and. They beat the Eagles on Sunday, but they won seven games this year, and really was a miserable season. I actually sat in the rain with both of my kids. My daughter Ava's going back to Europe tonight to go back to college, but I sat out there with Ava and uh, Gabriel and watched that ridiculous game against Dallas, and I came in on the air here the next day and said, that wasn't a one-time thing. We stink. I knew it, and we did stink. Even before Daniel Jones got hurt, he stunk. So the question is very simple. Big year for Dayball next year, year three. No one's going to care they beat the Eagles this year, week number 18. 
Do you believe it's a big year for Dable? And secondly, do you think week one, Daniel Jones is the starting quarterback for the Giants? I'll be very surprised. They got the sixth pick in the draft. They only won six games, by the way, Sid, not seven. Oh, right. The Jets uh, won seven. That's the right. Giants. Right. Uh, they got the sixth pick in the draft. I think they're taking a quarterback. Let's be honest. I mean, I know. But he may not play right away, though. If they take a quarterback, he may not play right away. They may, right. You're probably right about that because they still owe Jones, you know, $40 million. It's a major cap hit if you let him go. You can't do that. But I think they're going to draft their guy. Look, Jones isn't their guy. So I think with the sixth pick in the draft, they're probably going to have one of the big quarterbacks still there. Uh, we'll see. I don't know if Drake May or Caleb Williams will be there. But maybe they get the kid from LSU that won the Heisman Trophy. Daniels. Uh, I think they drafted a quarterback. I'll be very surprised if they didn't. If they don't. And they just took a big hit with Martindale leaving. I mean, you know, that's a big hit. He's a uh, yeah, but, that, but, we, but, 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 but we knew that. It was well publicized right. that he hated right. Dayball the last eight weeks. Right. right. But he, he is a great defensive coordinator, and he is leaving, and, and that's the end of that. Uh, talking about uh, the Jets and the AFC East, your team, the Jets, I know how fired up you would get, uh, Joe, for a big Jet Patriot game on a Sunday, and a lot of that was Belichick, who stabbed your team in the back. He coached you for one day yeah, to right. go to New England and win seven, six Super Bowls. Uh, what are your thoughts on Belichick's future? If it's not in Boston, where could it be? What happens with Bill? I, I You know what? I'm still not 100% sold he's leaving because he's got, you know, they got the third pick in the draft. I mean, they're going to get a chance to draft a quarterback. Now, with that said, uh, they don't they have just did that. They did, by the way, they, did, they just did that with Mac Jones. How did that go? Well, he stinks. Mac Jones is terrible. I think, I think Nick Saban sold the bill of, uh, a bill of goods there with him, and he, he's, he's not any good. But, they look, they're going to take a quarterback. They need one. And Billy Zappi certainly isn't the answer. But I, I think he's going to wind up in Washington, if you want my feeling. That's really? Where he's going. Yeah, that's me. I mean, I no, but, 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 but see, here's my Washington. But here's my thing. I was talking to Theismann yesterday, and of course, he is in Washington. He's very close right. with uh, both ownership groups, the old one, Schneider, and the new guys. And he said, "Look, he's going to go to a place where he's got a quarterback ready to play." Now, the Chargers are the leader in the clubhouse. Not a very yeah, good football they team. Got Herbert. They got Herbert, right? I mean, Sam Howell isn't that guy yet. No, but they're gonna. They got the second pick in the draft. They could draft the quarterback. Right. They're probably right. They, Caleb Williams is. I don't know what the Bears are gonna do with the first pick. Okay. I, I think Justin Fields. I think they're gonna. They're gonna stay with him. He played real well down the stretch of the season. They're not firing the coach there, Eberfus. And I think the Bears might wind up either trading out of that first pick or drafting Marvin Harrison, which is what I would do. So. I think that the the the, uh, the uh, Commanders will have the. Uh, <laughs> They will have the uh, pick of the litter of quarterbacks, so okay. I wouldn't be shocked if Bill goes there. I can't see him in L.A. Can you see Bill in L.A.? I could. You know, he's got that condo down in South Florida with Bill Parcells. He's getting right, older. Right. I, think, I think he's sick of coaching in the snow and the cold right, and his stupid sweatshirts. And to go out with the nicest climate in the world and get paid a lot of money with a kid who's a pretty good quarterback, I can see him doing that. Uh, yeah. But anyway, we'll I, I do want to get to the uh, the games at hand. We've got yeah. two on Saturday, three on Sunday, and one on Monday night, the Eagles and the Bucks. Now, of course, the chalk are the two teams not playing this weekend, the one seed in the AFC, the Baltimore Ravens, and the one seed in the NFC, the 49ers. But certainly down the stretch, the Dallas Cowboys made a lot of people notice uh, inside the, the NFC. The AFC, uh, not so much. Everybody kind of limped into the playoffs except for Buffalo. Any of these teams you like outside of the chalk to make it to the Super Bowl? I like the Browns, bro. I just said you really do. I know you said it, but you really do, huh? 
Yeah, I do. I think Cleveland's got a big-time defense. They got maybe the best defense of, of, of anybody. I know the Ravens got a good defense, too, but I, I like Cleveland a lot. I think they're going to go into Houston and beat the Texans uh, in the first round. And that's probably, if everything goes to oil, that probably sets up the, the uh, Browns-Ravens in the divisional round, which to me would be as, as, as sexy a game as you could have. Joe Flacco going up against his old team in Baltimore, uh, you know, the old Browns and the new Browns, uh, I, I, I think that would be tremendous. I, I really give Cleveland a shot, bro. I really do. And what's, uh, what about the NFC? Any of those other dark horse teams you like? You know what? i got to see the Cowboys do it. I think they'll beat the Packers. I think that's a big game for Mike McCarthy to beat his old team you know, in the first round. Um, I, you know what? I, as much as I'd love to see a Lions-Browns Super Bowl, how good would that be? Two teams that have never been there, that would be great. It would be horrible. But I think the <laughs> It would be horrible with the NFL. Lions and Browns, are you nuts? How good would – come on. Come on. You wouldn't want to see that, Sid? Well, you know, you know what's funny about – what I just said What's funny about that. I made this – I try to explain it to the audience all the time because we're not doing sports here every day. Baseball right. is a regional sport. You know this, okay? So no question. If you live in New York, you're not watching the Padres and the Dodgers. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, football is a national sport. So yes. you could be a Jet fan or a Giant fan and still want to see Gop and the Lions take on the Browns. So there really is no such thing as a bad Super Bowl matchup, per se, because – it's a national game compared to baseball, where if you get the middle of the country involved, you're basically dead. So you're yeah. right. That would be a nice matchup, but it ain't going to happen, or is it? No, probably not. But I'll tell you, you gave me – I'll give you a team. I think the Rams are dangerous, bro. Me too. I really do. Me I mean, too. You know, they won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. You know, they're playing very good football right now. Matthew Stafford's been really good. This kid, Pruitt, a rookie of the year, the wide receiver, had a ridiculous year. Their defense is starting to play well. You know, I could see them knocking off the Lions in that first round. They're a dangerous team to the 49ers. Let's be honest. When I look at all these teams in the NFC and who I think has the best chance to knock off San Francisco, yeah. I think it's the Rams. No, I you're really right. And you, and you mentioned the possible second-round matchup, Flacco going against his old team, the Ravens. You got that in the yeah. first round with Stafford and Goff going against each yeah. other with the Rams and the Lions. So both of those yeah. guys played on those other teams. So it yeah, no uh, doubt. It, it makes for, for an exciting uh, NFL Postseason, I think it's going to be uh, a great postseason. We talked about uh, Belichick moving on. We talked about the uh, the local clubs, and now on the way out, Joe Beningo. Before we get to Donald Trump, we must talk about the winter sports because maybe outside the Yanks, the two teams closest, especially hockey, to winning a championship here in New York are the Rangers, and I think the Knicks are third behind the Yanks. What about you? Well, I think uh, I might even put the Knicks ahead of the Yankees right now, to be honest with you. I think Jim Dolan has the two best teams in New York. How crazy. Think about that for a second, Sid. Jim Dolan at Madison Square Garden <laughs> sitting there with maybe the two best teams right now in the New York Metropolitan area. When, you, going, when, when you first saw the Knicks make that trade, and, and I love quickly. I go to a lot of Knicks games. Me and that, I didn't love it. Yeah, right. So I didn't love it either. I thought it was a horrible trade. But they're 4-0 and since they made yeah. that trade, and they're playing better defense. And for some reason, Randall's even playing better. How good could the Knicks be? I look, I mean, I think outside of the two big teams in the East, they're the next team. Look, they've had trouble. Milwaukee and Boston, they've had trouble early in the year with them. I think they're 1-6 com combined. They finally beat Milwaukee on Christmas Day. I was at that I game with Gabriel. I was there that day with Gabe and quickly had a big day that day. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you know what? Look, they went into Philadelphia and they blew. Because I, I think Philadelphia is very overrated. I think Joel Embiid is extremely overrated. 
They went into Philadelphia and blew the doors off the, uh, uh, the 76ers. I think they're the third-best team in the East. I really do. I mean, I don't, I don't know how far they can go. I think they'll definitely win a round in the playoffs, and then we'll see what happens from there. But right now, I think the only two teams better are Milwaukee and uh, Boston. Yeah, but is there any team, and maybe you can include Boston again, how about those uh, Celtics and Bruins, better than the Rangers? I tell you, they lost the, the one thing I'm a little worried about with the Rangers, okay? I mean, they, look, they, they're off to a great start. There's no doubt about it. Panarin's having an MVP-type year. Uh, you know, they got a lot of firepower. It's a Kreider, Lafonier, Vincent Trocek's been terrific, no doubt. I'm a little worried. Defensively, I'm a little worried. I mean, Adam Fox is coming. He got hurt early in the year. I don't think he's 100% yet, uh, you know. Uh, back to where he needs to be. I know Keandre Miller's really played well. I don't think she right now. I don't think Shostakin's playing his best hockey. He's I really not. I, no, I, I actually, I actually, I, I think Jonathan Quick has been the better goaltender. I agree with you. I think Quick has been better. I'm, I'm with you 100. percent Sid, no doubt about it. All right. No so doubt. on the on the way out, all this great sports talk, and this is why you go down as a legend. I say this all the time. The two most entertaining sports uh, talkies in history are Chris Russo and Joe Beningo. I mean that. Um, well, I appreciate that. But you have uh, matured. You've grown up. <laughs> <laughs> grown up. And now I'm you're still watching. Waiting to grow up. <laughs> I'm 70 years old. I'm still waiting to grow up. You know? <laughs> no, but on a serious note, now you're watching Fox News, which isn't great anymore. But fine, uh, because. Newsmax. I'm a big Newsmax oh, guy. Oh, there you go. Okay, even uh, because you want Donald Trump to win more than anything, isn't that right, no, Joe? No question about it. No so, so about uh, does, does Chris, does Chris Olivero allow you to take a phone call on Donald Trump on the fan on Saturdays? Uh, you know, I try to avoid doing politics on the fan. But if it really sneaks, but, 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 but if it sneaks in, but if it sneaks in, because I got to tell you, when I was there, if somebody snuck in a phone call about politics, Chernoff and Spitz would run into the studio like the right. place was on fire. Would right. Chernoff allow? Would uh, would Olivero and uh, what uh, uh, Eskin's kid allow you to uh, to get one uh, one quick note in about Donald Trump? Well, let's put it this way: uh, I'm not sitting there doing politics. If somebody asks me a question, I think everybody knows where I'm at politically. Okay. <laughs> There's no doubt I'm a big Trump guy, no question about it. I've said this before, this country right now is in major trouble. There's no doubt about it, and this country needs an enema, and the only one that can give it to him is Don, is Big Don, no doubt. Would you personally give Don an enema to make sure that he won? Sid, only you could come up with something as absurd as that comment. But think, but you know, but you know that yeah. I love you. You know that. But I, I think you would do it. I would. Why not? You know, uh, you know I love you, bro. I love you too. Hey, thank you for coming on this morning. You're always great. People love when you come on this show on this station. They know you about the fan. That's old news. So well, thank you so much for coming on. You were great today. Thank you. Sid, all the love. Say, say, Lou, tell Lou all the love too. Lou, no, you all tell the love, him. Bro. Go ahead. Lou, um, Lou played that Cardi Simon song for you. All the love. Oh, the pain from my man, Joe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That about sums it up. You know, if I ever write the book, Sid, maybe I'll have you do the forward, and that'll be the name of the book, All the Love, Oh, the Pain. There it, you go. You should do that, all seriousness. Now and, I want some credit And I would be one. offended if yeah, I didn't worry. write the hey, forward. Hey, don't worry. We'll get you in there. <laughs> don't worry about it. Just want to mention, that's it. <laughs> Thank you, Joseph. You're the man. There he is. Right. The great Joe right, Beningo. Take care.